is Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly wrestling podcast. And if excitement for today's show is equal to the amount of grease on one's chest, we are at Ludwig Kaiser levels of excitement. I am Jillian, and with me, as always, is Abigail. And we have a big show this week. Survivor Series is coming. We have our Survivor Series picks. And of course, as always, we're going to talk about SmackDown and Raw as well. Big returns are anticipated, or big returns, singular. Very excited. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, who is the driest wrestler? Hmm. Is there anyone who does not grease? I don't. Is Otis doesn't grease? That's true. Otis has a different vibe. He doesn't grease. I don't think Gunther gets very greasy either. No, you know, I don't think he does either. He's like, these are my muscles. Accept yeah. them as they are. Exactly. That was a really good Gunther, I think. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, well, we have a lot to go over. Do you want to dive right in? Smack oh my to the gosh. down. Smack me down immediately. Okay. Well, we open the night. The new and improved damage control are in the ring. We have Dakota, EO, Bailey, Asuka and Kyrie. Woo. I keep waiting for them to turn on Bailey. I feel like it's gonna happen. We can of course talk about this later, but I feel like it's gonna happen at War Games. I mean, this segment was so tense. Right? It was really stressful. Like it felt like a slice of real life where they were all very obviously talking about Bailey and making fun yeah. of her. And Dakota's like, nah, bro, don't worry. It's all very chill. Also, Dakota Kai speaks fluent Japanese, we learned. I know. I know. I'm just like, uh, this isn't good. This isn't right. Things are scary. Mm -hmm. um, but then we have an entrance, of course, because leading into war games, we have Charlotte, Shotzi, aka Shartzi, and Bianca. They are back. They have come in to be tough. Um, and they have challenged, sorry, uh, they, meaning Damage Control, has challenged Bianca and Shartzi to Survivor Series War Games match. They accept, mm -hmm. of course, because those ladies are not one to back down from a fight. And throughout no. the evening, we then see, of course, because they have to find a fourth person, right? Right now they're a trio. They need to be a quartet. I don't know why the men's matches get five and the women only get four, but whatever. Um because I'm guess really hoping I'm really hoping on Friday night that we correct this and two more ladies come flying into the fray. Like make it crazy. Let's do it. That would be great. I would be all for that. Um, but throughout the night, then we see uh, damage control making sure that there are no options backstage for Bianca and Shartzi to choose. Uh, there are clearly only two ladies, other possible ladies on the entire women's roster. Or on the entire wrestling roster, Meechin and Zelina. So they both get beaten up and taken out of the, the running. Super vigorously. I mean, like, hardcore taken out. Yes. Later in the night, we will see um, that, you know, Charlotte has an ace in the hole and she's going to call a friend, phone a friend, and hopefully that friend will come to their aid. But we don't know. It's a mystery. When that well, happened, did you, like... Did you have thoughts about the friend? I I think I might have thought 
Becky, but I didn't really, I nothing really entered my brain because I was like, well, I don't know who the hell she's going to call. There was a moment where I was like, oh, maybe Lita, but I was like, they're not going to do that again, are they? Plus, like, Charlotte and Lita? So, yeah. What about you? So, I was really hoping it was Becky because I remember seeing a thing where, like, Charlotte and Becky used to IRL be friends and then kind of, like, drifted apart for a variety of reasons. Oh. So I was like, heal the bond, heal the bond. And there's nothing better than a violent fight in a cage with like <laughs> six other women to heal the bond. That's true. <laughs> well, after we see poor Michin and Zelina being beaten up, we cut to some more people being beaten up in a match. Uh, we have the Pro Street Profits versus Brawling Brutes versus Pretty Deadly for a chance at the tag team championship very exciting very exciting um i'm really glad that the street profits don't have the cups fall anymore because i feel like it's much less wasteful like their new entrance i don't know if that's like a style change or a budget restriction do you have any thoughts on that i mean i'm glad from an ecological perspective that we don't have to do the cups anymore but their new music is god awful you know i I feel like it's so unremarkable in my brain. I have yes. no idea what the sound is. So I feel like it's, yeah. you know, they have this sort of corporate music maker that just makes all these different themes yeah. and most of them blow. To me, since, and I don't know, I feel like Street Profits aren't as exciting to me now as they used to be. Well, they're kind of, I feel like they're in a confusing space, right? Where it's like, they're supposed to be heels, but everyone keeps cheering for them because we like the Street Profits. <laughs> yeah. And they don't do anything especially heelish. I mean, yeah, I guess they like they cheat more, but mm -hmm. everybody just keeps talking up how they're more aggressive, but I don't see how they're more aggressive. No, I don't. I don't really either. Yeah, it's like they're the same dudes. They just seem angrier. I guess that's supposed to be the angle like they're I don't know. Now they have someone they have to like make happy. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I feel like people also like Bobby Lashley. So it's kind of like, yeah. tell me what to feel or I guess show me what to feel because I'm very confused yeah pretty deadly definitely over oiled for the evening so greasy no boy <laughs> hey question is the mirror ball new they've been doing that for a little while yeah okay I'm not sure okay. how long they've had it though that's a huge mirror ball like it's, it's real right it's a real I mirror think ball. It's real. I think, I think it's it is real. too. That's like, can you imagine transporting that thing? Like, does it, it go in no giant, truck. like a giant styrofoam, like protector? Just, I don't know. They have to get like one of those Hertz trucks, like the full size rental truck, and then Kip and Elton drive it from city to city. <laughs> it's the Yes Boy Express. That would be fun. <laughs> Express Boy. Okay. During this match, we see Bobby Lashley watching on backstage. B-Fab comes rolling in to talk to him. And, like, it's so weird because <laughs> I don't know if this is just, like, I'm assuming this happened to everybody. But, like, she starts talking. She's like, but hear me out. They just, like, cut away from her. Like, sorry, B-Fab, no time for what you had to say. It's, like, respectfully, none of our business. <laughs> so so B-Fab wants some privacy on national television. <laughs> I'm so curious what she's cooking up. I love that she is like the survivor of Hit Row. Like, I mean, obviously, Top Dollar needed to go, 
But like poor Ashanti the Adonis, who is certainly a middling wrestler. <laughs> I wonder if she's like, Bobby, hear me out. I got these two guys. We recorded this EP, Bobby, and it's not good, but like it's recorded and we spent like three grand on it. So if you could be real cool. CDs. <laughs> He's like, I'm not a record producer. I'm a suit man. <laughs> but you look like a record producer. You're fancy. <laughs> Don't you want to be fly, Bobby? Because I'm be fab, and together I think we can make things happen. <laughs> uh, during this match, we see Butch accidentally kick Ridge in the face. Whoops! Ridge is displeased about that at the end of the match. Uh, Street Profits end up winning, which actually kind of surprised me. I feel like it didn't surprise me as much because we don't ever do anything with the brutes. Well, yeah. And I guess, I don't know about Pretty Deadly. I don't know. I think I just thought it would be Pretty Deadly because they've kind of, they feel, they feel more pushed than Street Profits do to me. I could be wrong. No, I don't think you're wrong. I think it's one of those things like if we're going to do this character change with the Street Profits, we got to do it or not. Yeah. We got to fish or cut bait. So. Yeah. So now uh, Street Profits have a tag team championship opportunity good for them. they didn't say when though right we don't know when that is no yet. that's uh okay. that's a big old tbd okay uh bobby comes out to congratulate them i'm always worried like when the people in nice suits come out and hug the sweaty wrestlers i'm just like are you can dry cleaning get that out or is that just it do you just throw that suit away now i mean to quote cordelia chase on buffy the vampire slayer those are the stains that never come out so okay well, cordelia knows best she knows about stains. Sadly, uh, because we have so much content, I got to skip over the incredible Dragon Lee versus Axiom match. But, oh boy, those dudes know how to put on a show. I will say that. I could watch them wrestle for like 90 minutes and not get bored. They're amazing. They're crazy. They're crazy. Well, we got to cut to drama. Like, the show, as you know, is not about wrestling. <laughs> Let's get to the <laughs> meat and drama. potatoes. <laughs> So Santos comes out looking slick. He's got his suit on. He looks very much like a villain at this point. Looks good. He looks good. He, he cuts this promo, but like, don't meet your heroes and everybody sucks and everybody's let him down. And Dominic was right about Ray. It's uh, what happens in this promo is a degree of healness. I didn't know Santos had in him. <laughs> I but know. I should have because, you know, when he was King Cuerno in Lucha Underground, he was legit out there hunting people and keeping their corpses in glass cases at his house. So, Amazing. like, I should have known. <laughs> also, I want to attribute this newfound evil streak to the return of the Legato del Fantasma music. Yes. So happy to have that back. It's so good. I know. I am as well uh ultimately santos hopes ray has to have his leg amputated he <laughs> hopes he gets i almost died but he's like i hope your surgery doesn't go well i hope you get an infection and they amputate your leg it's like santos come on buddy oh my gosh i was like what is happening <laughs> like i wish they'd cut to dominic backstage and like somehow he's just there and he's like dude that's that's a little too far i mean i hate my dad but that's that's too far 
Don't wish for amputation, Santos. Come on. You can't come back from amputation. <laughs> uh, Zelina's had enough. She goes out. I don't know why they didn't play her music. They play everybody else's music when they go out to, you know, take care of business. And she Not slapped hers. the shit out of Santos, which was She puts great. her whole body in it. It's nuts. She, she really does. I'm like, that had to have hurt. He seemed to like it. And we don't shame kinks on this show. So No, we don't. We don't. Um, she hates herself for having trusted Santos. So sad. Joaquin and Cruz del Toro come out to tell him he was wrong. And Santos is like, get out of here. Go suck. And then he attacks them. He's pretty rude. Who comes to save the day, though? Um, it's Carlito taking a page from Jay Uso's book <laughs> and uh, really taking his time because, spoilers, he's not actually friends with Cruz and Joaquin. So, like, he's really <laughs> just here for Ray and Ray's not here. So what's the hurry? <laughs> it's so funny you said that because I wrote down that Carlito arrives with impeccable Jay Uso timing. <laughs> <laughs> he's on Jaysif time, bitch. He doesn't hustle. Oh, man. And then... um. I really enjoyed Michael Cole shaming Santos. He was being such an old man. Shame on you. So that was Bye a lot of fun. your impertinence, Santos. So Santos is angry. Uh, we know that uh, Santos and Carlito have a match at Survivor Series. Mm -hmm. I think this helped maybe generate a bit of excitement for it because it just seems like kind of a strange match for the card. Not a bad match, just kind of like, oh, like they needed something and they haven't really built this up for too long feels like life came at us fast with this mm -hmm. one yeah for sure all right well i want to go get to some other meat and potatoes here of the night solo paul and jimmy three quarters of the bloodline mm -hmm. or i guess two-thirds of the bloodline plus paul I, anyway um solo was okay you know how i say that like I think Solo's little thumb talks to him. Yeah. He was absolutely talking to him during the time when Paul was talking. Solo was just looking at his little thumb, listening to what his little thumb had to say. Mm-hmm. Paul got really philosophical at one point, and he said, you know, if we lose the ability to speak, we're no longer ourselves. So, like, he's really feeling this deeply. It's profound. It is. Do you have any thoughts about Paul's musings? Um... You know, I I feel like it's a little overstated that John Cena will never appear in a <laughs> WWE ring again. But like that's Heyman. I like that he liked that children were crying about it and was yeah. honest. Like I like when kids cry. I also like then that Jim made fun of crying children. Yes. How Solo kept it together during this. I assume his thumb was like, hang in there, buddy. We got this. Don't laugh. Don't smile. <laughs> well, um, Crusader of Justice, Los Angeles Knight has had enough, and he interrupts. And he mm -hmm. vows to take down the bloodline. So he, again, we've mentioned this before, is in a line of thousands who want to kill the bloodline. It's a long queue. Um, of all the people who want to take, if, if, excuse me, if all the people who wanted to take down the bloodline teamed up, they'd actually get it down pretty quickly i think like absolutely roman could be dead by the end of the week if they really got their shit together exactly um la comes up with a beautiful nickname for jim uso jimbo uso. <laughs> jimbo uso amazing <sighs> it's so insane 
And he called Heyman Boss Hog, which is like a real Dukes of Hazard throwback. I know. That's really you're showing your age there, buddy, although I don't think he really cares. But that made me kind of laugh. I was like, Boss Hog? Us geriatric millennials have to stick together. <laughs> um, so this leads eventually into a match between Los Angeles Knight and Jimbo Uso. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, Los Angeles wins the match, and I think he kind of kicked a lot of ass during the match. He did, yeah. But uh, Solo shows up again as usual, and the thumb does all the talking. That's true. The thumb is usually, it takes the lead. Yeah. Our favorite busybody runs out to help. Cody comes to Los Angeles as aid. This led to, I think, rumors or possibilities of Los Angeles being the fifth person on the men's war games match. Were you thinking that would be the case? I think we definitely talked about this last week and I was sort of in this weird place where I really had a reckoning on how I feel about Los Angeles night. And what I've come down to is the reality that I wish him all the best, but I have no (laughs) desire to see him in the war games match at all. I was just like, Oh buddy. Um, I'm rooting for you because like, it's the socially acceptable thing to do, but I don't actually want you invited to this party. I'm sorry. He's great but it's it would have definitely felt weird because um not that he hasn't been around for a long time wrestling but like Mm -hmm. he's not an established wrestler and this feels very their team the dream team as i'm calling them feels very established like absolutely big name like a list (laughs) a listers and 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 la is like a b minus lister i think at this point maybe a b he's a b I'll give the B. I think it's also that like, okay, so for me, there are two kinds of wrestling characters. One are like the more serious characters where they feel like, like a, a real person more like, you know, Cody Rhodes is playing a character who is Cody Rhodes. Jay Uso is playing a character who is Jay Uso, but they feel like fleshed out fully developed people with serious goals and stories. And then there's the unserious characters, like people who have really intense gimmicks that do not have any connection to reality and are really silly. You see a lot of that in NXT, like there's a beauty queen in NXT, why? And I feel (laughs) like Los Angeles is an unserious character. Yeah, I can see that. He's very much like he comes out and he yells and he cuts his Dr. Susie and promos and like it's great but i'm getting a little bored with him i'm sorry mm, that's okay it's okay you don't have to apologize for your thoughts yeah okay. yeah <laughs> uh so yes the rumors are a flying about who's gonna be the fifth man um kind of in between this we had seen uh bianca and Shartzi backstage and you know they're scrambling to try to find their fourth person and you know charlotte had said she knows somebody and she has called that person but we still don't know if that person is we don't know who the person is she's mm-hmm. just hoping that person comes so i keep saying like that person as if it's not a woman as if we uh, don't know she's just hoping she comes um we see uh 
um sorry after that we see nick aldis come and kick cody out like busybody get out of here stop busybodying around my my backstage i think nick aldis is like cody you're emotionally slutty you're involved (laughs) in too many things and i need to not look at your face right now and cody's like i get that I, i get it i wonder if cody just eventually becomes like one of the general managers someday i could see him general managing absolutely but like he's also wrestling and it's like a very complicated weird (laughs) thing he's doing way too much he's also running catering (laughs) it's like he's gonna become triple a triple a triple h (laughs) he's that he's triple roadside assistance he's gonna become triple a because he's actually like bigger and better than dad i hate to say it dad i don't mean that i love you the most i don't mean that Um, well, after this, we see Becky, not Becky, sorry. We see Bianca and Shartzi in the ring. Spoilers, guys. And Way to drive the lead right to the four. <laughs> uh, sorry. We are waiting to find out who that fourth person is. Damage control comes out to menace. And they're so very good at it because there's mm-hmm. so many of them. And Becky is the fourth, if you didn't hear me about 30 seconds ago. Becky is the fourth person. Fences are perhaps being mended. Asses shall be kicked. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I am really excited because there's something about like Becky and Charlotte not being bros anymore that always made me sad. And I'm like, this is your time yeah. to rediscover your friendship through the magic of wrestling storylines. I know the four horsewomen. It's like almost there again, almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got to reunite the four horsewomen someday, right? Someday they will, I'm sure. Someday. Um, this will also come to a head on Raw when Becky has a match with Zia Lee, which was a really good match, by the way. Um, really not was. to jump ahead too much, but Damage Control shows up there. Shartzi and Bianca attack them. Pierce is helpless to stop it. Giant fight. Michael Cole screaming, let them fight. So <laughs> can, a lot we, of chaos. can we take a moment to talk about how Bianca showed up to that event looking like she was in a Mad Max movie? They were all like leather bound. <laughs> like, I think Shotzi was wearing red this time where she's usually wearing black and Charlotte and Bianca were both just like leather women. I think that like they had agreed on that. And then Shotzi was like, I really wanted to do sexy Christmas elf. And they took her hat before she could come out. (laughs) I, yeah, it was really strange. I've never seen Bianca go so like dark side. She looked like she was ready to fuck shit up and look sexy doing it in a dystopian movie. Mm -hmm. I was here for it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to incorporate that last little bit, even though that was from raw because it all goes together in the end. As my grandfather would say, it all goes the same place. That is such a grandpaism. I know. It's when you're trying to like keep your food separated on your place. Plate. Mm-hmm. Grandpa would be like, come on, what's what's the logic here? You don't taste it there, Grandpa. That's the logic. <laughs> it's true. Um, so that brings us to the conclusion of a smackdown. Would you like to get raw? I've been waiting my whole life to get raw. Wow. Okay. Well, let's jump right in. We jump in with my fellow countryman, Drew McIntyre. 
which seems to be decked out in a new jacket, a new leather yeah. jacket that he can oil yeah. up from the inside. It says like Celtic warrior on it. So I like immediately jumped into the WWE shop. I'm like, are they selling this jacket? I don't want one, but are they selling this jacket? They are not as of, as of the promo he was cutting, they were not selling that jacket. You got to check again this week. Cause sometimes yeah. it's the week after. Yeah. You never know. Um, but he's telling the story he hasn't changed. He's been the same Drew McIntyre this whole time. People just haven't been paying attention. If you're a fan of him, if you're a true fan of him, you're gonna love him no matter what, because he's just the same dude. He's also having a pity party. Why is he having a pity party? Well, like, as you said, no one understands him. He's got fake fans. He still hates Jay. He's never going to let it go. No one has ever apologized to him. And also, Cody brought Jay here and then attacked Jim Uso on his behalf. So, like, honestly, everyone is against Drew. Mm -hmm. Everyone. It's all about Drew. Yes. Really he just wants, like, I think he just wants an apology. And also, like, he doesn't get to go home for Christmas. He doesn't get to go home for Arbor Day. And he and his nephew <laughs> were going to celebrate his resounding defeat of roman and they were robbed of that they were this is absolutely mental <laughs> i am still sad about clash at the castle but i'm still sad about it too but like honestly drew's a little too sad about it they're like how many how many things can we lump into this storyline what how many things can drew be upset about let me count like, the ways. I, I was a hundred percent waiting for him to be like, and then my nephew got childhood cancer and he died and then his <laughs> dog died and my sister and her husband got a divorce and that killed my mother. And then they repossessed the castle on the Scottish Highlands. It's been a rough year for Drew. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, uh, Jay interrupts him cause he's like, come on, dude. Um, and I laughed so hard when he wanted to give <laughs> Drew, Drew was going to catch a yeet down. <laughs> a yeet down! A yeet down! A yeet down! It also, I love that it took him a minute to think about it. He's like, yes, you're going to catch a beat down. And the crowd is like, yeet, yeet. And he's like, or, or <laughs> let me just run this one past you. A yeet down. I think my brain works as quickly as Jey Uso's brain. So Can I we get just that. Can we change the name of the show to Yeet Down? I think that would be great. Yeet Down. Monday Night Yeet and Yeet Down. I also, I love that Jay danced out to the ring. Like, he's completely unbothered. He really is. He was just, like, taking a sweet time. Just like, what? I'm out here. It's great. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to take my moment here real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, Drew's not alone, right? The rest of Judgment Day creeps on in and stands behind him in a very imposing, I think, you know, intimidating uh, scene. Absolutely. And then we have Seth coming out in his U2 1993 Octung Baby vibe. I think what he was wearing used to be Cookie Monster. <laughs> well, my spouse was like, poor Grover. <laughs> I was like, and Cookie Monster. <laughs> uh he is for crying because they're gone now <laughs> uh sammy comes out looking like every dude i knew in high school it's a good look for him though i like flannel canadian nice. sammy zane yeah he did cody comes out once again dresses the doctor which i always love <gasps> wait wait what if it's like a couple's costume and seth is the tardis <laughs> he's bigger on the inside 
I'm not going to say a fucking word. I'm just saying that's what they say about the TARDIS. Yeah, I know. I was just being crude. Uh, I know. I was too. So uh, Pierce is like, no fighting, everybody. Fighting's no good. I'm surprised he didn't say once again, I'm tired of the games. But he didn't. I'm not playing any games with you. <laughs> um. So, you know, he announces team member number five has to be picked tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh dude's got three hours to find theirs whereas the women only got two hours to find theirs so classic typical typical and we find out there's going to be the match to find out who has advantage at survivor series meanwhile the women's match advantage is going to be decided via ruffles potato Um, chip flavor voting which is a you know like men get a match women get a potato chip contest Men get three hours, women get two, women get 75 cents for every dollar that a man makes. I am seeing a theme emerging. I, I went onto the website and I voted mm. in the advantage match. You don't actually have to pick a chip flavor. You just pick which team you want to have the advantage. So that's disappointing. It's on WWE's I... webpage. It's not on Ruffles. It's just like a sponsored poll. I'm very really excited hoped. to see potato chips being thrown out at the War Games match. I really hope that you would have to pick a chip flavor. Like <laughs> team good guy is all dressed chips and team bad guy is like spicy funyun flavor or something. Have you had all dressed? I love all dressed chips. They're so good. So they're hard to get here because I don't know why, because we're literally like a river away from Canada. Ah. Um, but they just don't sell them here. And I had friends who went through Canada in the summer and brought us a bag. I had never had them before. I liked them. I I don't know that they'd be my favorite, but I did enjoy them. I think I'd want to eat them again. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you gotta ye- you gotta eat them and eat them. I feel like so they're usually seasonal for us. Like there'll be a few months of the year we're all dressed or widely available. Oh, and cool. I mean they're sort of like part barbecue, part something else. I mean they're just yeah, good. Yeah, it's not like my fave, the, but good. It's like the white mystery airheads. Do you remember white mystery? I do. Like, yes. No idea what it is. It has a bunch of flavors, but it's really good. Absolutely. Um, quick question for you. Let's talk about Damien's pants. What did you think of those pants? You know what? I feel really bad about this. I don't remember his pants. What was going on with his pants? Well, for the first time in a long time, he wasn't wearing black and purple. He was wearing like, they were like reddish pants and they had like splotches all over them. And I think his top might have matched. I can't remember. I did not like the pants. I don't think I like it. That sounds bad. That wasn't good. It it made him look less lanky also. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he's been listening to how much we talk about his lank and he's like getting self-conscious. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Damien, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you self-conscious, buddy, but those we're, pants. We're praising you, Damien. We're not criticizing you. <laughs> After this, we um, a little bit later, we see Rhea and Damien backstage, and Damien's mm-hmm. kind of pissy about Drew being signed to Judgment Day and how it should have been dis- this whole plan should have been discussed amongst all of them. And he thinks that he should be the one in the advantage match. And Rhea's like, let's just wait for Drew to discuss this. Mm-hmm. So once again, Rhea is the boss of the Judgment Day. This segment was a little odd to me mm-hmm. in that I feel like Damien and Rhea have exceptional natural chemistry. Like you can tell they're good friends, right? Yes. And all of these segments on Monday felt so awkward. 
I was like, did yeah. one of you accidentally see the other one naked and now it's ruining your friendship? <laughs> like a rom-com style? What is happening? Like, guys, this isn't how you interact. This isn't the vibe. Yeah, it was a little strange. I don't, Drew's, Drew's thrown a wrench in the works. Whatever well, the, I have a theory about that. We can talk about later. Oh, okay. Hang on to that. Don't let me forget. The wrench goes in the gears. Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome. <laughs> um, we see Judgment Day, you know, uh, uh, throughout the evening, skulking about. We see Drew wandering, wandering around backstage, asking about the advantage match. So we know Damien and Drew both want to be the advantage person. Um, Drew hates Damien and everybody else on Judgment Day sucks. Mm -hmm. um, Damien says, I tell people to take it easy. Nobody else does. <laughs> it's my thing. Wow. Plus bless the himbo and always preserve him we've really we've really reached new heights of petty here damien oh i do love that damien is extremely petty like don't wear his t-shirt yeah don't use his catchphrase i did notice though that when like when they're having this discussion jd is like i think it should be damien in the match i support damien and it's like you thirsty little bee like I he's understand, in, but he can't get used to it. He like can't get you know. He's he's. It still feels precarious. I think it's time to admit that this dude is a hundred percent a simp for Damian Priest, and I get it. Yeah. But like, you've got to cool it down, JD. My God, it's kind of gross. It's not a good look, buddy. It's embarrassing, and he hates you. You're making it worse. Yeah, you're making it worse. You're making everybody feel real awkward. Ugh. Did you? Did you notice in this scene how Rhea was sort of like beaming at Drew at one point? She loves Drew McIntyre. She had like stars in her eyes. And I was like, if Drew is the thing that breaks up Dom Dom and mommy, I'm not ready for that. Like Rhea, he's not Dom Dom. Dom Dom is like devoted. He adores you. He defers to everything you say. Dom Dom's once in a lifetime girl. He ruined all his family holidays for you. And now you're chasing after this man who thinks you condition a leather jacket by oiling yourself inside it. <laughs> I kind of thought that she was like, the, the adoration was like self-adoration. Like, I'm so proud of myself because I got this guy on the team. It's going to be great. I mean, that's entirely possible, but my mind always goes to romance. Well, come on. What are we doing here if we're not talking about romance? Wrestling What's is for romance. The, What's the point of this podcast? Why would we name it anything else? There's a <laughs> lot of names we could have gone with. Yeet down. Wrestling <laughs> is for romance. <laughs> um. Well, okay. So after this little bit, we see the dream team again backstage. Mm -hmm. The boys are talking about the advantage match. Jay really wants it. Like, it's got to be me. I'm going to do it. They give it to Jay. They're like, okay, you can do it. And now they're still trying to figure out their fifth man, right? Sammy's got ideas. Seth's got ideas. Cody has ideas. They find out SmackDown's not off limits. So they're like, ooh, that's KO, perhaps? Mm -hmm. Cody has an old friend he could call. Which is like, of course, everybody's like, OMG, Randy Orton, could it be? Right. I mean, they you know it's not Ted. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say there was speculation that it could be CM Punk because it's Chicago. Like, right. All kinds of stuff. What were you going to say? I was going to say we know it's not going to be Ted DiBiase Jr. because he's going to prison. 
Yeah, didn't he like embezzle or something? He did so much financial fraud. Dude oh, fucked buddy. up. Dude wasn't his dad wasn't his dad like what what was his dad the he was the million dollar man yeah the million i knew he's the million dollar man the six million dollar man was the only thing that would come to my head and i was like that was not ted dibiase he was the million dollar man oh the irony (laughs) oh teddy oh teddy teddy i feel like this segment was like like dad had been on the internet all week (laughs) yeah and then I just got edged by a wrestling segment. Like they're teasing me with all these things that I want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, oh, would you like it to be KO? Would you like it to be Randy? Who could it be? And like, yeah, guys, I'm dying. You're killing me, which means you're doing a good job. But I just wonder, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but I wonder how much hedge betting they had to do because they're like, just in case this other one falls through, here's some other possibilities that we might have. Like, let's be honest, Randy could blow out his shoulders at any time. <laughs> Poor Randy. Um, so we see uh, a very oily, a very oily Ludwig sleezing around backstage as he as he does. Geo is there and asks him if he asks him if he's okay. Mm-hmm. I personally need Ludwig to put his nipples away. He just like really. I feel like ever since that video where it like zoomed in on his nipples, like it's all I see when I look at him, grease and nipples. His aesthetic is very nipples forward. And <laughs> I just, and Are you're Europeans right. Like really into nipples. Is that like a European thing? thing? Like, I think it was last week or maybe the week before he was wearing a sweater. Yeah. No, it was in a video <laughs> I saw on Instagram, I think. And the nipples were out. And I was like, buddy, if it's that cold, you need to put on another shirt. Yeah. My God. Mm-hmm. You know, tape them. Lots of people tape their nipples. They're too perky for American <laughs> TV. Too perky. So Ludwig is shitty to Geo, as of you know, everybody's so shitty, shitty to Geo, right? But the tides are turning a little bit. You know, he tells Geo mm-hmm. not to interfere in his match with Johnny Gargano. Well, what happens? He interferes in his match with Johnny Gargano. <sighs> and he looks very smug about it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think Geo's out for revenge, and I don't 100% yeah. blame him. I love it. I love to see factions fall apart. I think it's fun. Um, I, I just noticed something. I don't know how I never noticed this before, but when, like, Ludwig comes down, have you noticed he's, like, playing with, like, imaginary cufflinks? <laughs> like, like, my dude, you're not wearing a shirt. You have, like, taped wrists. There's no cufflinks. And yet he's, like, cufflinking. <laughs> I think one of the, like, I really like Ludwig Kaiser. I think he mm-hmm. is as much exposure as he's getting. I think he's a little underrated because the dude puts so much conscious thought into oh, like yeah. every little thing he does. Like he comes down like preening and doing the cufflinks, yes. and, like talking to himself. And I'm just like, yeah. you are calculated. You are the most like constructed character. And I respect that. He's very good. I I really love his level of sleaze. I am. Mm-hmm. I think we said this before, but I'm really glad they have not continued the gross Maxine angle. Like they just let that go. And I'm very grateful for that because it was a hard no on that. He can be the king of Euro trash without Maxine being offended by it. Exactly. So yeah, uh, Ludwig obviously loses. Fucks it up pretty good. (laughs) Um, And later on to piggyback on this, Gunther's wandering around backstage because he has, to talk to Miz in a little while. 
and he comes upon Ludwig screaming at Geo. Mm-hmm. And this is where we see like this kind of uh, shift. The winds are changing because Gunther's wondering if he put the wrong guy in charge because, you know, Geo has been really, really hitting the mark and Ludwig is just sucking. Now, I think this really demonstrates really great heel depth on Gunther's part, right? Because he's the parent that can never be pleased no matter yes. what. Like, yes. no child wins in this in this situation ever. I think that's absolutely true. I mean, his, like, preference for Ludwig was completely irrational, and now his preference for Geo is completely irrational. It's like he wants to make sure they grow up hating each other. That's the most important thing. Yeah. That's like I how also... you really build people up. You know, you have them compete right. against each other. Right. You build them up and you Healthy. tear them down. It's good. It builds character. <laughs> yeah. I also love that, like, you know, Ludwig is usually very kiss-assy with Gunther, but, like, he tries yes. to stand up to Daddy a little this week, and uh, mm -hmm. Daddy shuts that shit down. It does not go well. It's crumbling. I don't know. I mean, if Imperium falls apart, right, what happens to Geo and Ludwig? Gunther's going to be just fine. Right. But, like... What's going to happen to those two? Do they go away and rebrand themselves as something else? I don't think Ludwig would get future endeavored. I think Geo could get future endeavored before Ludwig did. But yes. yeah, I wonder what happens. I am interesting to see what they do next. Like, I really think as long as creative keeps coming up with storylines for Ludwig Kaiser, the sky is the limit for that dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I, I wish the best for Geo. He's been through a I lot. I know, I do too. He's the bald buddy. He looks like little Cesaro. He does. Like compact. Yeah. We see lots of ladies backstage clamoring. Mm -hmm. We got Chelsea and Piper are back there. They are not really clamoring. Candace and Indy, Katana and Caden, and Tegan and Natalia, they all want a shot at the tag team titles. Right? They're like, mm -hmm. where do we get our chance? You know? They're uh, Alexander Hamilton-ing about it, right? They don't want to throw away their shot. No. And Pierce ends up opering everyone a shot. Everybody gets a shot. Everyone's shots for everybody. Shots all around. He'll do anything to get them to leave him alone. <laughs> he really will. He's like, why am I in this industry? I don't it's actually like, want to like do anything. It's like he has a bunch of like preschool to elementary school age kids. And he's like, you want iPads and Diet Coke at 8 in the morning? Great. Great. Mm -hmm. Yep. Leave Cake me alone breakfast. to watch the view. Mm -hmm. Cake for breakfast every day. <laughs> so uh, lots of tag team stuff coming up, which is great. Um, there's a lot of great tag teams that just, I mean, Katana and Caden are amazing. And like, we barely see them. So they're so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we will see a fatal four way later on in the evening that will determine the number one contender for a shot at the tag titles and not to get too far ahead of myself chelsea was super funny on commentary during that during that match she is she funny did a great job she's very funny uh, but before that we see Rhea and dom backstage lots of judgment day backstage stuff happening and they're going to sit in their clubhouse but who's waiting for them it's uh zoe stark and her girlfriend Shayna baszler yeah they've just invaded who invaded last time it was a bloodline right didn't the, the, the bloodline, bloodline i think people? yeah 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 no girls Nobody... allowed in a clubhouse 
Nobody respects the sanctity of the Judgment Day Clubhouse. No, they really don't. I love the idea that everywhere they go, they have to set up this fucking clubhouse. Like, every arena, Judgment Day Clubhouse has to be there. They make JD build it, and they never say thank you. <laughs> but he loves it. It's like, this is the That's service that will win them over. <laughs> yes, he's service-oriented. He really is. Um, This is just to show, right, anticipation for uh, Zoe and Rhea's championship match for Survivor Series, right? Mm -hmm. Zoe's up in her face. Up in it. Not giving her any room to breathe. Um, I realized during this segment that I really need to learn how to cut t-shirts like Rhea does. They're super cool. I know. She does a great job. She really does. Do you think she does her own? I think she does. She seems like does the she farmed that out to JD. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. One of the many tasks. Um, <laughs> there was there was something else I loved about this segment. I love that before Zoe dresses Rhea down, Shada goes up to her, like stares her up and down, and is like, <laughs> not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you guys have rapidly become my favorite imaginary wrestling couple. Like, beautiful. Sapphic vibes for the win. When she wandered up to Rhea, I was like, why is Shayna going first? What's happening? And then she was just sassing her. She's like, she's standing up for a lady. I know. It was pretty great. I want a girlfriend who does that for me. Well, write a letter to Shayna Baszler. Ask dad to slip her a note. Maybe I will. Well, I would never come between them. I respect them both too much. Well, this gets us to the fatal four-way for the number one contender for the tag team titles. We have Ivy. I can never remember her last name. Nile. With Ivy Nile. Thank you. With Maxine. Indy with Candice. Katana with Caden. And Tegan with Natalia. The kind of unlikely tag team. I don't know. That was kind of, they kind of. Natalia's just tagging with whoever she's like complimenting the most that week, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's the lady JD McDonough. It's awkward and embarrassing. <laughs> I, especially given her pedigree and like all of her amazing accomplishments like anyway um so chelsea calling <laughs> cole matthew the entire time is amazing and then she um, called wade barrett wayne yes and called him mr barry at one point uh so i like okay. she was the highlight for me i have to say i did not like her outfit the color was not no. complimentary to her she's very pretty and that color did not do it for me but that's okay i don't piper like the blue is... laces either <laughs> piper was a little quieter during the match i think she's mm-hmm. not as she's not as like mike savvy i guess she's the strong silent type like she's the solo sokoa oh yeah without the talking thumb she- yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, maybe she and Solo should meet because they could share a meaningful silence together oh. without all the chit-chat. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the outcome of this match surprise you? It really didn't. Um, it annoyed me because, I, you know, you <laughs> mentioned you mentioned Kaden and Katana earlier, and I just feel like they're little dynamos, and I love yep. watching them work. They're so good. They're good at everything. They really and, and no are. shade, no shade on Tegan and Natalia. I mean, Natalia has earned her flowers time and again, and Tegan is really great. But I'm like, this is another sort of like odd woman tag team. Mm-hmm. They're gonna hold the titles for a while. You're not gonna do anything interesting with them. You might as well leave them on Piper and. Uh... Oh my gosh, Chelsea! I'm Chelsea. Sorry, her name just fled my brain for a minute. <laughs> it happens. No, I agree. I. 
I feel bad because Tegan, I Tegan is a good wrestler. She doesn't excite me. Um, and Natalia doesn't really excite me. I, like Katana and Caden are fun to watch. Like they launch each other into people. Like they're just really fun yeah. and dynamic. And I don't really understand why they're not getting the push they absolutely deserve. Again, no shade to Tegan and no shade to Natalia. I mean, they're the longest reigning NXT women's tag team champions, right? So I feel like yeah, they have credibility. And I also, the thing with Tegan is like, I think about how she had that sort of flirtation with Becky Lynch and the title. Yep. And then ultimately Lyra Valkyria was the one who took the NXT women's title from Becky. And I feel like all the things that that did for Lyra, it should have done for Tegan, but it didn't. So I'm like, Tegan mm -hmm. needs to do some character work. Yeah. We need something. There needs to be something else besides like, it's my time kind of yes. upstart. It's a little boring right now. Um, And like, we keep seeing, we didn't see it this night, but it just made me think about how like, we keep seeing these like little videos with Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Like, where the fuck are they? <laughs> um, I think in some like hinterland, some dark realm, <laughs> just having the time can't... of their lives can't find their way back through the wardrobe like was one of them injured is that why they disappeared for so long i have no idea i don't None. either i keep forgetting to look that up you know as the serious sports journalists that we are mm -hmm. we really do have our Killers fingers are on the nominated pulse. <laughs> we are viciously fingering the pulse <laughs> um okay so uh we're gonna see miz and gunther but we before all this we see a ruckus backstage mm-hmm in classic dude style, all the tag team dudes are like, what about us? We're always left out. Ladies got their tag chance. Why don't we get our chance? It's and, hard uh, to be a man today. It is, right? You know, they they really mm -hmm. are suffering. I really do feel for their plight. Oh my gosh, it's rough. Pierce, having once again given up on life, says like, fuck it. We're going to do a tag team turmoil match on Monday. So they're all excited because someone's going to get a chance at the title. A chance at a shot at the title, I should say. Very exciting. It is exciting. I think, I don't know, more exciting. Definitely some painful moments coming up. We have Miz in the ring mm -hmm. talking about he's doing a lot of this was really interesting to me and i want to know what you think about this he's doing a lot more crowd pleasing yes than i think he used to so like is this face miz i think so i mean i i think the miz will never be a straightforward face right like he'll always yeah. be the shortcut guy he'll always be snarky mm -hmm. but he can definitely make people like him and i think he's been unlikable for so long you know he's got to work hard now to remind us like oh yeah we like to cheer for you sometimes yeah and oh i think i mean they've set him up against like super villain gunter right so it's not that hard um right. and people just like love miz because he's just like they do he's he's really an entertainer so he's doing his crowd work gunter interrupts um now I, I was reminded again how much I really like Gunter's music. I just love his music. It's so it's different so from any other wrestling music. Da, da, da. <laughs> I just I really like the really high pitched singers. Ooh, 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 ooh. Like it's <laughs> Gunther. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. Listen to my operatic voice. Stupidity um, is for girls, a weekly podcast where we sing wrestling theme songs poorly. <laughs> and then we give a CD of it to Bobby Lashley. Um, so Miz is a fighter, right? He says he's going to do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. He says Gunther hasn't hit the bottom yet, so he doesn't know what it's like. We don't know what kind of man Gunther is. It's true. Um, I think there was a weird part where Gunther was like trying. To, <laughs> he's like trying to burn him, but he was like, he's like, it's not a lack of respect; it's zero respect. And I was like, buddy, <laughs> that, would, that would be a lack. Those are the same thing. I wonder if what he was going for was like, it's not that I lack respect for you. It's that no one could respect you. Something so, like but that. Like, yeah. There was a, there was an Bless idea, him. but it didn't. <laughs> Bless him. And oh, it was, he gets a mulligan on that one. It was sad too, because I thought the Miz actually did like some brilliant promoing when he compared himself to like, he's like, yep. I'm like the macho man. I'm like HBK. I'm like Kurt Henning. I'm like Bret Hart. And it's like, that's actually great because in addition to being great showmen, like these guys were also like known for being exceptional in the ring. Yeah. So like what, like way to thread the needle. The Miz is verbally brilliant sometimes. He really is. He's very, very good. Kudos. Kudos. Uh, Gunther disagrees with you and thinks Miz is a weirdo. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about how he was like, you're little Mike Mizanin and you got bullied because you were obsessed with wrestling. And I'm like, you're right. It's so unusual for American teen boys to be obsessed with professional wrestling. Dude. I know his, he wasn't quite hitting it. Um, he just repeats that, right. Miz doesn't belong in the sport right. in the ring, right? He's not a serious sportsman like Gunther is. And I think that's what really gets his goat. Um, sacred ring. Worst part of the night, the crowd chanting USA. So, I hate that so much. I did kind of like when for a moment, Gunther acted like he wasn't sure what that stood for. <laughs> like way to own the United States of America, Gunther. Well done. Oh man. This devolves into Gunther kind of doing a, why are you hitting yourself routine a little bit with Miz, like awkwardly <laughs> bumping into him with his shoulder, shoving him, just trying to get him to attack him. And he, it works. It and he lays poor Mike Mizanin out on, on the uh, ring on the mat. Little Mike is down, but not for, not for long, not forever. Poor Mikey. Now we can certainly talk about this when we talk about uh survivor series but we might say that Miz lacks momentum well Miz kind of like he comes back a little so i don't know i feel like momentum is complicated right now i don't think there's a clear momentum haver okay all right that's fair i i mean michael cole was like do it for us weirdos Miz. so maybe that alone <laughs> maybe you're takes right takes away his momentum you're right uh <laughs> i don't know um, i'm very interested i mean when we talk about predictions this is one of my like greatest debacles and most interesting things okay yeah i yeah i think this match is one of the most interesting ones well after this we see more delights jay and seth are backstage seth's trying to be jay jay's hype man a little bit yeah best part Jay tries to get Seth to yeet. <laughs> Does not when work. he was when Seth is like, 
I mean, I didn't write down what Seth said, but he's like, you can do it, man. And Jay under mm-hmm. his breath is like, yeet. It's like, you got it, yeet. Like, oh my God, Jay. Oh my God. <laughs> I wanted Seth to yeet so bad. And he wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. No yeet. And he wouldn't do it. He does do it later. I don't know if you heard him at one point. No, wait. No, never mind. He says oos. He has called Jay oos before. And that yes. sounds kind of awkward coming out of his mouth, too. Oh, I do want him to yeet, though. Maybe he will. I, Maybe I at Survivor he's... Series he'll yeet. I really hope they all yeet. Like, what <laughs> if there's a moment where they each do their finisher on some poor asshole and are like, yeet, when they do it. So it's like five yeets in a row. That would be great. And we invent <laughs> the RK yeet. Not Ooh. to get too ahead of ourselves, but. Well, that's the name of the game today. We're getting out of ourselves constantly. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so again, we see Drew wandering around backstage. I just imagine like throughout the night, they're just like going on these like soul searching walks. Walk and of course about. he comes face to face with Damien and the others, right? They keep meeting at these like corners, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And Rhea's like, good luck, buddy. Drew's like, fuck you. I don't need luck. I'm going to go murder a man. It was also really great when he's like, don't try to change my mind. And Damien's like, yeah, we we weren't. <laughs> Fuck off. It's amazing. This whole like relationship, or I guess situationship between Drew and the Judgment Day is like, how did this become my favorite so quickly? It is tenuous. And I feel like if Drew somehow has an opportunity to like win something t- by fucking them over a thousand percent it's gonna happen of course he will he hates them and he's like very blatant about it like i don't like any of you yeah <laughs> at least he's honest right he's being honest jd's like what what about me though like do you remember how i got you coffee and a bagel <laughs> <laughs> fucking jd i got a kilt look i got a kilt just like yours i wish what i was born in scotland instead of ireland drew you know how, like, sometimes around the holidays you'll see the thing where you can make someone a Scottish lord or lady for, like, a dollar? Yes. What if he's like, look what I got! I'm a Scottish lord, too, Drew! And she's like, Drew's like, fuck off out of my face, JD. I swear to God. I he swear just, to God. He just boots him across the room. Runs him through with Angela. <laughs> and Damien is finally like, now we're friends. <laughs> Finn's just holding him in his arms. All right, we see the dream team backstage one last time, hyping Jay up. They have their fifth man. Cody said he's in. We don't know who it is yet. We We don't know who it is yet. We suspect. Oh, absolutely suspect. But I didn't want to believe, so. Can I be real with you? What? I wanted it to be KO more than I wanted anything in this world. I wanted it to be KO as well. It makes sense also. Like, that would have been amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have the match of Drew versus Jay. This is to determine advantage in Survivor Series and basically what that means. Because I had to ask, because I wasn't paying enough attention to the ridiculous (laughs) list of rules, is that they will have more people in the ring at a time than the uh, disadvantaged team. So, right. Um. They get the first man out after the first two. Yes. Thank you. Um, So, yeah. Some great moments in this match. Like, Jay, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a part where Jay, like, gestures to the yeet on his shirt, like, outlines it with his hand. 
hands as a taunt to Drew. It was great. It was wonderful. I think, did Drew at one point, like, nail Jay and then say, that's a yeet? He said something like that. I think I wrote it down. Like he kicked him or something and then looked yes, at the camera? He's, he's, yes, it was something like that. <laughs> it's so good. So good. Drew's such a dick right now. I know. He's really good. Um, I didn't, I mean, I don't have a ton to say about the match itself because I just, you know, it went the way these matches go. It was a good match. Good mm-hmm. wrestling. Um, I didn't expect like crazy fireworks, but ultimately Drew wins and Judgment Day plus Drew, Drewgement Day, have advantage at Survivor Series. <laughs> what do you think about that? I didn't expect Drew to win clean. No, I didn't either. And I, and but now, did. like, the more that I think about it, I'm like, this actually kind of makes sense, right? Because Jay has been making all these strides and kind of like rebuilding his reputation and getting people to like him and trust him again. But Drew's not going to do it. And it makes sense that Drew could like get in his head and yeet him off his game. Yeah. <laughs> yeet him off his yeet. Everything's just becoming yeet him yeet right now. off it. So he beats up Jay some more because why not? Um, Jay manages to get out and grab himself a chair. Rest of Judgment Day comes out rest of dream team comes out everybody's got chairs chairs are crazy they chase judgment day out of the ring and then cody starts dropping some knowledge and some ridiculous hints (laughs) he's so proud of himself because he's like he like let him riddle you this viewers and it's all ridiculous it's all blatant but he's so excited do you think he wrote that or do you think they wrote that for him Oh my God. I hope he wrote it. And he was like, I just, I feel really strongly about this. I think it's really good. And dad was like, yeah, it's great. Go with that. Run with it. Brandy's <laughs> like, dork. that's really great, honey. You did a great job. So, he like, so proud of he you. ran it past their daughter and she was like, good job, dad. And that was it. She's like, that's all I need. Hands yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Liberty. Liberty. She's adorable. She's the cutest. Um, so yes, uh, Randy Orton is their fifth. Do you think, is there any chance Randy Orton doesn't show up? I mean, like, why wasn't he there? Here's the thing with Randy. Randy is very chaotic. (laughs) I waited for his music to hit. I was like, why is he coming out? What's happening? I was absolutely ready for I hear voices in my head, but I didn't hear any voices. No, I, I just like, I wanted to see Randy, but I guess it's going to be weird to me if he just like shows up in the big old shark cage. I know that's like, I I need some Randy. Maybe they'll all be on SmackDown this week. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, it was just strange because I was just like, okay, where is he then? Why is like this such a weird announcement to make and not have him show up? And like, sadly, I got spoiled because my dumbass didn't finish Raw on Monday night. And I went on Instagram in my morning haze. And like, mm-hmm. I just saw all I saw, I think was just a picture of Randy in the ring with Drew. And that was like yep. an old picture, but I didn't realize it. And I was like, holy shit. And then so then when he didn't come out, I was extra confused. <laughs> like, what is happening? I need to not look at Instagram at, you know, six o'clock in the morning. 
If you can figure out how to do that, please let me know. Because... <laughs> My brain was not awake enough to process anything. And I was just bummed that I spoiled it for myself. So can I run something by you? Yeah, absolutely. What if the reason we haven't seen Randy, and this is like far out guess making shit up. I love it. Is because randy is never going to make it to war games someone takes him like what if we see him at war games and then the judgment day or an unknown party oh. takes him out and then they have to get a local to step in at the last minute that makes so much sense what if they now okay can i be real with you i'd rather see randy i love randy orton yeah, it'd be great to see Randy. That'd be amazing. I'm always here for Randy, but I feel like it would be so swervy. Yep. Dad, it's not too late, okay? Just send me a check for 10K <laughs> and we can make this happen. I mean, that's a really great plot twist. That's really smart thinking. That'd be incredible because it's just, like I said, it's just really, really fucking weird to me that he wasn't there. Right. Does he it hate super weird. that much? I refuse to think he hates Michigan that much. What if he's like, um, Cody, we're not friends. I'm not your friend, Cody. Uh, I haven't liked you since Legacy. Cody, I'm going to be real with you. I thought your name was Chris for like two years. Who names okay. their kid Cody, Cody? Stupid name for a human. That's a dog name. <laughs> you don't even have cool tattoos like I do, Cody. Neck tattoos an embarrassment. You haven't blown out your shoulders enough to call yourself a real wrestler, Cody. <laughs> Do you vape? <laughs> Cody, my only regret about the death of your father is not including him in the legends I killed when I was the legend killer. Okay? Okay. Uh, Cody, I killed lots of legends and I've never been convicted. Can you say that? Nope. Teddy got convicted. You're next. I beat up a 94-year-old man, okay? I killed Ric Flair. What do you mean Ric Flair is still alive? He's clearly a zombie, Cody. We've got to prepare for the apocalypse. We've got to put our differences behind us. <laughs> That'd be a great movie. I'd watch that. I'd watch the hell out of that. This really is a Survivor series. <laughs> he comes in the camouflage and he's like, what do you mean? I saw the poster. Where? What are you guys doing? <laughs> That'd be amazing. I love that theory. My greatest dream is that one day, you know, our podcast is very successful and I meet Randy Orton and he's like, I don't sound like that. <laughs> I'd be like, you absolutely do, Randy like, Orton. You do, buddy. I'm sorry. You sound just like this. Just like that. <laughs> he's like, you're Wade Barrett's pretty good, but your Orton is terrible. <laughs> uh, well... Do you want to move on to our Survivor Series predictions? The best part of every like, show? I would like nothing more than to share my research-backed, yes. science-verified predictions. Data-driven. Data-driven. It's all about the data. So our Survivor Series picks, these are not necessarily in the correct order. Mm -mm. So bear with, but match number one, the men's war games match. We have Cody, Sammy, Randy, question mark, Seth versus Damien, bootlicker, JD, Finn, Dom, and Drew. Who you got? 
I got the 1992 Dream Team. Me too. Me too. Why are you picking him? Why are you picking him? Just sentimental? Uh, well, it's sentimental, but I also feel like that these guys are in the middle of like big, important stories. I feel okay. like we don't want to crush any of them in the middle of those big, important stories. And because I feel like Cody is on the upward swing of finishing the story now. Oh, that's true. That's Gotta a good stay point. strong. But my uh, old good reasoning. Tell me your prediction. Tell me your prediction. I picked the dream team. I gotta go with the dream team. Come on, like dream team. I mean, even if they didn't have JD McDonough, ugh, I'd still pick the dream team because you know mm -hmm. it's that they, they're not ruining it for me. But I mean, come on, these are these are our boys. We gotta go with them. It's true. Like when someone's in your heart, you gotta go with what's in your heart. I agree. But I have. I have what I don't know if I believe in, but I want to propose as an ultimate theory that okay. CM Punk will return to replace Randy Orton. And mm -hmm. then maybe later down the road, we find out that CM Punk actually took out Randy Orton to replace him. I could see that happening. Because heel yeah, cause... punk is the best punk. Yeah, he usually is heel punk, right? I mean, I think dude is IRL heel, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I... I love that theory. I love your working theory about CM Punk. I hope that comes true. That's going to be amazing. Um, we might be having company over Saturday, which means we might not get to watch it live, which means I have to watch it Sunday. And I'm just like, throw them out. They're not your friends. I know I might have to. The you know spouse what? invited them. It's not my fault. You know, I'm usually a big advocate of your spouse, but I got to be actually, we're not going to be able to watch on Saturday either because it's our small town parade of lights oh that sounds nice i know so it's, it's going to be delayed gratification on this one is that do you drive around and look at lights or is there an actual parade and there's just floats with lots of lights there's an actual parade it's orchestrated i believe by our local fire department and it started with just other local fire departments putting lights on their trucks and stuff uh-huh and I think this year they have over a hundred entrants and everybody decorates oh their vehicle or something they tow like a flow. It's very like homespun, but it's super fun. And it goes right past my street. So everybody comes out to the street and watches and brings their hot cocoa or their coffee. It's fun. I want to do that. Well, just like come over. Okay. I'll be over a little come while. Over. Okay. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just stay for Thanksgiving. <laughs> stay forever. Okay. Next match. Bianca. Shartzi, Becky versus Io, Kyrie, Asuka, and Bele. Who you got? So I am predicting Bianca, Charlotte, Shotzi, and Becky. But I'm predicting that because I think that damage control's priority is getting rid of Bailey versus winning this match. Okay. I chose damage control because they're going to be focused on getting Bailey out of the match. So somehow they're going to win because of that. I don't know why, but like, to me, it feels like they're going to win it. I mean, I could totally see that. Like, I think what I'm hearing is that for both of us, whether they turn on Bailey during the match and don't worry about <laughs> winning it, or they win and then turn on Bailey. Yeah. Bailey's getting turned on at survivor series. I'm going to be really kind of, disappointed maybe upset if she doesn't get turned on because like how long are they mm -hmm. going to drag this out because it's time it's been time like they've been hinting at this for months you can't give us the high quality obvious betrayal content that we got on friday 
and then not give us a high quality betrayal on Saturday. Yeah. Okay, so women's championship match. We have Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. Thoughts? 100%. I think Rhea's going to retain. I don't think it's Zoe's time. I think one day she will definitely be champion, but this isn't her time. Okay. I'm I'm of the same mind. I think it I'm really hopeful that it's going to be a great match. Like I really like watching Zoe wrestle and mm-hmm. they're both kind of like pretty hardcore ladies so i i don't know i keep waiting for the match that's going to top the Rhea charlotte match at wrestlemania like i keep hoping there's going to be one i don't know if this will be it but it'd be pretty cool if it was i think it would be a great opportunity for zoe and i feel like this is a great time from a storytelling perspective where Rhea wins but maybe she almost doesn't yeah you know like maybe there's some doubt because i think we're really working on this like Rhea is losing her grip on the judgment day. She's like, she's got too much going on. Like Zoe's been saying, mm-hmm. and it would be great if this is like the beginning of her ultimate downfall, which I'm assuming we might see at WrestleMania. That'd be really sad. I know, but mommy will climb back to the top. She will. She will. Mommy lives on top. Only Roman Reigns gets to be champion forever. Right. Okay. Another big match lots of anticipation personally we have gunther versus miz for the intercontinental championship this may be controversial but i am calling this one for little mike mizanin really i really want him to win i chose gunther because i'm like i don't know but i said i was saying last night when i was um finishing up watching it i was like that'd be really fascinating if they chose the miz to be the one to take it from gunther I mean, I think it would, I think people have been behind The Miz a lot in the last couple of weeks, but I think we talked about this last time. The minute he beats Gunther for that title, people are going to be like, oh, that's not actually what we wanted. LOL, JK, we were kidding. <laughs> and it will be like the ultimate troll. So yeah. it would be great. I, I'm happy with either outcome, honestly. Like Same. I love The Miz. So, and I, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how this goes. So I think it'll be a fun match. I love both of these guys. So whatever happens, I'm down. Yeah. Last, but certainly not least, we have the passion match, the honor match, Carlito versus Santos. Lots of hurt feelings and sadnesses and angers in this match. Who do you think is going to win this one? I am going to call it for Santos, even though I think he's a long shot because he's not Carlito, but... (laughs) <laughs> if we're serious about this, if Santo is is really going to be a heel and is really going to do this, then he needs to not get owned on his first post-Rey Mysterio outing. That is a really good point. That's a really good point. I went with Carlito just because he's Carlito, and I could see them not taking into consideration that Santos shouldn't get owned on his first right. post-Rey Mysterio outing, but um, I think you make a great point, and I would I would be happy with either outcome i want to see santos win i'm sad that he didn't get the u.s championship um and it's fun to have like a heel guy you know like he's doing a good job so far i think santos escobar is such an underrated talent because i think he can do everything and i remember reading an article a while back where it was like who will be the next ray mysterio right like Who will fill that niche that Ray has filled for them? Santos is a perfect candidate. 
Yeah. Except Santos. it's going to be Dragon Lee. <laughs> well, according to Ray, that inconsiderate son of a bitch. <laughs> I also hope he gets an infection, but not that he loses his leg. Definitely not going to be Dominic. <laughs> I mean, if you don't think Dominic Mysterio is the greatest luchador of all time, I have two words for you, and they are, you're right. Well, I'm extremely excited about Survivor Series. Um, not excited about War Pigs, but what are you going to do? Going to hear it about 50 billion times throughout the night. It's fine. It's fine. I'll get through it. I've done tougher things in life. People can do hard things. I know. And you can too. Thanks for joining us this week. Remember, you can find us on the artist formerly known as Twitter at WIFGirlsPod. And hey, if you need a break this holiday weekend, there are plenty of episodes for you to enjoy on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as on our website, WrestlingIsForGirls.com. We wish you health, wealth, and RKO stealth. <laughs>